Do you find yourself coming up with big ideas but deciding they're too hard or too much work and just putting them off forever? Susan Diaz and I talk about why it's time to just get started on today's episode of The Biz Podcast. Welcome to The Biz Podcast, where we're going to talk about running a business you love while still having the life you want. I'm Lara Wellman, and together we're going to talk about dreams, goals, and strategies but even more importantly, mindset, boundaries, breaking the rules, and getting out of your own way. Thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast, Susan. I'm excited to have you here. Hey, Lara. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm going to start off by having you tell everybody who you are and what you do. Yeah, so I run a digital marketing agency called C Plus P Digital. And um, we are heavily focused on creating strategy for marketing. We work on sort of two ends of the scale. One is with the bigger finance and fintech companies who sort of work with us to do something different in the digital space and sort of take it to the next level and leverage that agile. And also on the other end of scale, we've worked for several years with sort of small and medium businesses, whether that's audiences like yours with like women-owned small businesses or even sort of some smaller Ontario production facilities who need more obscure content. So that's what I do. That's my day job. I'm also a mom to an eight-year-old, which takes, you know, that's another job. You know this. <laughs> I do know this. <laughs> With three kids I know can make life as a business owner an interesting thing to do. So as you know, and everybody else who's been listening to this season of the podcast, we're talking about beliefs and rules and all the things that hold us back from really finding success in our businesses. And we picked a topic that I think is going to be a lot of fun for people because they're going to recognize it. I agree. And it's the idea that something's not going to work. And so you get so stuck in it that you don't do it. Yeah, you sort of second guess it before you get into it. And I think marketing is the prime space for that. It's not going to work thing, especially given how everyone uses digital marketing. Social media is like the best free tool available to smaller businesses. And most of us, it's surprising. We just get into it with that oh, this is never going to work. I never get any likes. I never get any comments. And so we sort of predispose ourselves to that space. And it is in the end, it is mindset, which is blocking us. Yeah. And there's a lot to it, right? Is it's not going to work because that never works. It's not going to work because it's too hard. It's not going to work because I don't have time. Like we get all really good at finding all the ways things aren't going to work. So we were going to talk about an example that you had and some of the things that you've done and experienced and how we figure out you know, sometimes it's good to move forward, even when you feel like things aren't going to work. It's interesting, you know, sometimes the thing that you practice is hardest to practice for yourself, right? So as a marketer, marketing for my own business has remained a challenge. And it's a reason why I step out and let somebody else do it on many occasions. But the it's not going to work has plagued me through this whole journey. And the fear of the work involved to sort of prove that maybe it could work. So one example is a podcast that we run, which is called the 4am report. And our hook is what keeps marketers up at night. And, you know, we have a lot of fun while doing it. And now it's one of my favorite properties in our marketing arsenal. It's definitely the thing that's brought us real success. But here's the backstory. I didn't want to do it. I kept saying, God, does the world need another podcast about marketing? Like, this is not a thing. And I kept pushing back and saying, it's not going to work. It takes a lot of time to do. And then at the end of all that, we'll just be cluttering it up. But my partner in the business kept pushing towards it. And he's sort of a media person and he can spot a story, I guess. And I trusted him on that occasion, kept saying over and over again that we should do this. This is a good one. And then we said, 
okay, let's do it. And we started with $500 and a lot of hard work and it worked <laughs> because things are not going to just not work if you do them right. Yeah. And I think that that's part of the whole thing, right? Is you need to not just do everything no matter what, but if you know why you're doing it and you have a proper plan to do it, even if it feels scary or hard or like it's going to be a lot of work, if it seems like it really fits all the other buckets, if it fits your goals, and I'm a big fan of making sure it's the thing that you want to do, the thing that's actually going to kind of be fun, right? If you like talking, then talking is a good way to create your content. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes you don't see it right in front of you. But if you sort of ask yourself what you have fun doing, right? And it seems like we're trivializing it, but it really is that. It's when we leaned into that humor aspect of our brand values and the fact that we're the ones who are drawing silly things and making someone you know, laugh in a meeting. That's just what we were trying to channel. And it comes out so nicely in a conversation. And it's sort of many pieces came together when we stopped saying, this is not going to work. And honestly, I say to people, if we were to just look at how many people listened or subscribed or commented, we would have stopped a long time ago. It's not the most heartening of numbers when you put that many hours into something and then you come away with a few hundreds or a few tens. But then you start to look at the impact that you create. Like you look at who's talking to you about it and what leads you're getting out of it and how much business is actually closing. I was saying that we didn't set out to be a podcast production company. Sure, we've written the back end scripts for many people, but like slowly we're finding that we're becoming one, you know, and that's the opportunity in front of you. If you don't say this is not going to work. Absolutely. And you know, it's okay to want to have fun with the work that you're doing. I think that's a thing also in terms of the beliefs that people get stuck in, that things are supposed to be hard for them to be fruitful. But we actually, when we're having fun doing things, they're better. So it's always a really good way to do things. And yeah, I think you've made a really good point about the idea that what are the metrics? What is it that you're measuring and how do you decide what the success is of something? And when we get too hung up on vanity metrics, when we get too hung up on exactly what it was supposed to look like versus being curious as to how it's all going to come together for us, that's always really kind of magical too. It's sort of that model of the goal, I guess. And I say this to people a lot. It's like, sure, we're the creative people who like to create the content, but we're also sort of the left brain people who want to know what happened with that content, right? I mean, we created it. Did someone consume it? What did they like? You know, that's the curiosity that you mentioned there, which is really going to feed into making something better. And as you look at it, you're like, here, I put a picture out and more people liked it than when I put a graphic out. Then perhaps that means we need to explore some more pictures. And that's how we came to our silliness and putting on, you know, one silly picture and we got 10 times as much engagement. And well, like maybe two silly pictures might work. You know, it's exploring. Yeah. And I think that all speaks to the fact that people aren't looking for serious right now. There's enough serious out there. That part's covered. <laughs> I hear you. We were talking to a lady on our podcast and she was talking about the value of entertainment in your content. I think everyone has the information part covered. We all know how to inform our people, but do we bring a little smile in the process? Yeah. People have to want to listen to it too. For sure. So what else do you think people need to think about when they're thinking about it? it's not going to work? Like, what do you want people to know for themselves when it comes to breaking through the barrier of, I think this is going to be too hard. I'm not going to bother. It's not going to work. 
I think a couple of things come to my mind. The first is focus. It's in marketing specifically, I think it's easy to get into like, I have to do all of the things and I have to do them all well. And we were speaking to someone who was saying, oh, I'm really good at this, but it takes me half my day. And then I don't actually do my job. So that's why she was talking to someone else. So it's about focusing your efforts on a few things trying to see where your time is well spent. And that kind of leads you to that analytics, right? I think you need to look at what's working for you. Where have your best successes come from? And as a coach, I'm sure you understand looking at wins is one of the best places to sort of get analytics, right? So what has worked in the past for your customers? So focus is a good thing. I think the other thing to think about is just the work scares a lot of people. Like it seems like it's hard, like so many steps. If I have to to stick with the example, if I have to do a podcast, I have to figure out what we talk about and then I have to convince someone to come and be a guest. You know, in the beginning we were like, we're going to have to convince all our friends, but eventually it, it gets there. Like now we book people in a calendar who want to be there. So it's about saying that there are 20 steps ahead of you, but like take the first step. What is the first thing that needs to be done? And focus on one task at a time, really. That's my little micro tip, which is if you are saying that there's 20 steps in this, take one into the doing column and do only one and finish that. And once you've done with that, it'll give you that little hit of adrenaline that comes from having achieved something. And then you'll do the next one. And then the next one, before you know it, the 20 steps are done. Absolutely. That's the whole key behind not getting caught in overwhelm. When you think I have 1 million things to do before I have success, like that's a lot of pressure. But if you think I have one thing to do and then I win because I did the one thing, awesome. It's a bit of a switch though. I think it takes some time to get to that place. One of the ways that I like to do it, which we've certainly put into like an online context for project management as well is like a Kanban board. The simplest version of it is like any kind of whiteboard or wall with a bunch of post-its, write each task on one post-it, put it on the left in the to-do. And then you have a second column, which is doing, and that must never have more than one thing on it. And then the third column is this. So a Kanban board is possible, obviously online, we use Trello, but you know, it's the simplest version is just put it on your office somewhere where you can look at it and move through the stuff. And let yourself have celebrations before you're done. Celebrate all the doing in the middle. Draw little Prosecco bottles. And when you hit the one that has it, then you can day drink. Sweet. (laughs) Awesome. So where can people find out more about you, your company, and what you're up to? So our website is cp.digital. We have a whole lot of free content on there. There's a marketing resources section with a whole lot of heavy hitting tools. We also have a podcast called The 4AM Report. Take a look, have a little spin on our website and reach out to us if you want to chat. Absolutely. So we will link to the podcast. We'll link to your website in the show notes so people can go check that out. And I really appreciate you taking the time to come on the show with me today, Susan. Thank you so much, Lara. It's awesome to chat about some of the back-end workings of how marketing actually gets to work. And this is a big one. So I'm so glad we got to chat about this. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for listening in today. If you enjoyed the show, I hope you subscribe, share with friends, or leave a review online. And come hang out with us in my free Facebook group, The Biz Studio Community. Until then, I hope to see you online.